John Doe, you're the hope of the world. Welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. Uh, I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And uh, we have a great show lined up for you guys today. Um, it's been a pretty crazy weekend. Um, yeah. I feel like I jumped dimensions this week a few times. Yeah, there's been a lot of crazy things happening in the news. Um, that episode that we recorded last week, it seems like it was like forever ago. I can't even remember. Do you remember any of the topics that we talked about? Vaguely. Yeah. I vaguely... I mean, I think it was pretty good. We talked about um, those cults that I'm, I'm, I'm investigating. 
Oh, uh, yeah. And the, um, the mystery religions and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Um, there was a topic that uh, we didn't get to last week that I wanted to bring up this week uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, let me turn to my notes from last week here. Okay, here you go. So, I haven't talked to you about this at all. And uh, I want to get your uh, your thoughts on this story. Uh, so, uh, the story is about a, a New York f- fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients. Uh, he died over the weekend, like, I guess, like, two weekends ago. Uh when he was in, he was in a hand, a hand built airplane, and uh, as he was like, f- I guess test driving it, the plane fell apart, and he uh, he went down in an orchard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. He just died. Yeah. Oh shit. But he was. Uh, Wait, so that motherfucker like impregnated a bunch of people, well, and yeah. he has, still has an airplane. Well, it was handmade, so I guess they. Like, well, he still has freedom. What do you, well, not now. It's, everything's taken away from him. Well, I meant, okay, but pre-accident. Yeah. Yeah, he had his freedom. That's wild. He, did he get any charges for what he did? I don't, I think the charges were going to be brought up. Uh, his name was Dr. Morris Wartman. Um, and yeah, he was a passenger in an experimental aircraft that fell apart. He was 72 and he lived in Rochester, New York. Uh. Okay, the pilot, the plane was piloted by somebody else, uh, but they also died in a crash. Uh, it, they didn't say there were no notes on if this other person used their sperm to impregnate anybody. So, so you think that's related? The guy, the pilot. Yeah, I mean, you think they were just like, you know what? I'm being about to be brought up on some like fucking federal charges. Mm. Let's just write brothers our way out of this. And, uh, Did the right were the Wright brothers known for uh, uh, s wording themselves? Shitting themselves? Yeah. Well, you can't say the the ooh, the eyed word anymore. Well, I wasn't saying like necessarily that it was intentional, Kamikaze. but like, yeah. But maybe they were just trying to like escape. The Wright brothers or these guys? These guys. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Well, the Wright brothers were just trying to make an aircraft. Yeah. Like, it hadn't been done yet. Yeah. Apparently, so this was a hand-built aircraft. Uh, The wings became detached while they were in the air. Oh, shit. So, so, uh, I I thought it was kind of ironic that they they died in an orchard and they're fertility doctors. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, there's going to be some fucking, like, horror movie coming out. About like some like apple tree sperm doctor babies. Oh man! Like his nuts exploded all over the peach trees. The the sperm doesn't fall far from the apple tree after the airplane <laughs> accident. Um, okay, yeah. So he was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of the patients that he had uh, that became pregnant in the 80s. Okay. Uh, the lawsuit said the doctor secretly used his own sperm uh, while telling the patient that the donor was a local medical student. Wait, so was he her father? The girl that sued him? Yeah. Or yeah. was it like 
And that yeah. was her dad. Yeah, here's here's the messed up part, right? Uh, the doctor knew that that was his daughter before she knew that she, he was her her dad, and um, it said the doctor kept the secret even after the daughter became his gynecology patient. Ew. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Um, the daughter discovered the secret after a gene- genealogy test revealed that she had at least nine half-siblings that she had no idea existed in the world. Oh, my God. That yeah. reminds me of... Well, it's not the same thing, but remember that story that was just on Dr. Phil the other day about the um, gynecologist that was, like, overly pelvic ex- examining people? The Olympic dude? Larry No, Nassar? no, no. This is a whole other case. It was, like, I don't know, one of those big hospitals, like, um, Boston or something like that, Chicago. Mm. And he was and, doing um, what? He was he was doing a Larry Nasser. Okay. But like to all of his patients and apparently he would make like comments about like their bodies and Oh shit. Use the like speculum and like uh like the internal ultrasound machine for like Yeah. sexual purposes. Oh man. That that I it reminds me of that question that I forgot to ask you the other day after we were watching that Dr. Phil thing. Yeah. Uh, who would you have felt worse about getting an exam from? Uh, a Larry Nasser type, not necessarily Larry Nasser, but a Larry Nasser type, or that kid that pretended that he was a gynecologist in the hospital and got away with it for like three patients? Probably that kid. That make you feel worse about that? Oh, worse about? I would feel worse about Larry Nasser. But then, like, how old was the kid? Would I be fucking? Guilty of like child molestation. I don't. Was the kid doing it for any like sexual? Pr- I think he was doing. No, it to, I'm like, saying like because I showed a minor my twat, not knowing he wasn't a real doctor. Am I gonna go to jail? Oh man, is that like? Uh, it's like how like kids nowadays like can't sh- share naked pictures of themselves, or else they are they can be uh, charged with. Uh, you know, spreading child porn. Oh, yeah. Or, like, when, uh, like, people think that, like, a cop has to tell you if he's a cop. Yeah. What's that called? Treason or some shit? Treason? What's it called? Where you're like, you can't, uh, indict me? What is it? Where they're like, if you're a cop, you gotta tell me. Uh, entrapment. Oh, entrapment. Yeah. I thought entrapment was, like, setting somebody up. I thought it was a movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it seems like a lot of male gynecological, gynecological doctors are um, turning out to be perverts. Yeah, um, we saw like a couple of documentaries about like different stories about these like doctors that are like I guess. So is it is it the same type of pussy doctor this the whole time or like? Because it says some of them are like obstetricians. Yeah, some of them it's are OBGYN. OB- yeah, but then some of them are like. Uh, what is that called? Like, uh, reproductive health doctors? Yeah, that's, like, who the OBGYN would refer you to if you were having trouble getting pregnant. So, so, like, it could be any of them that works at, like, one of these, like, clinics where they put the cum inside? Or, like, it has to be... I mean, anybody that has to, like, get in there and look at your business. I wonder what the accreditations have to be for a sperm donation place. I think, didn't you just remember, we've had a lot of conversations, I would say maybe once per podcast, about different types of, like, sperm donation 
scenarios and how they could go, go wrong. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this subject a lot. Remember you said you wrote a story about it when you were 10? Mm, about what? About the missing sperm? No, about you said that you have wrote a story about a ten year old that or not uh, ten year old. No, no, no. You were 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn stole it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn stole it. But anyway, um, but I just feel like a lot of uh, I guess males especially, but females could do it too. But mm. I guess they have that um, doctor scope of practice being a being a pussy doctor. Yeah. And so you know they have to they have to put their hands in there. Well, so, so they say we saw like there was two different like popular like mainstream documentaries on stories about this, right? So there was that one on HBO called Baby God, mm-hmm. and that was about like the older dude from Nevada. His name was Doctor Quincy Fortier. Yeah, um, he was in practice for over four decades. Uh, the list of confirmed kids that he had was uh, around twenty four in the year two two thousand twenty. So that was it. Twenty. I thought it was like yeah, hundreds. Well, here's the thing, right? So the other one, which was a way less interesting documentary, had the crazier numbers. So there was another one called Our Father on Netflix, and that was about the Santa Claus looking guy. Uh, his name was Dr. Donald Klein. Oh, he was a doctor too. And yeah, in Indiana, uh, he was in practice from 1979 in Indianapolis until his retirement in 2008. Uh, the list of confirmed kids that he had uh, as of this year was 94. Damn. So these are two examples of very prominent... I guess these guys were like uh, like the top of their field like at the time. Yeah, like prominent like, um, fertility specialists or whatever. Because of like their success rate of getting people pregnant, right? But in reality, <laughs> they were just using they their just own They just knew code. their sperm was like really good. That's so weird, right? Like, uh, Yeah, I mean, but like, was he, did, was that the one where he, though they were like pretending to go get cum from somewhere and then they were just like really using their own? Mm. I can't remember. I feel like one of them are like medical students. Like they were supposed to go get it from medical students. And he just used his own or something like that. I think that was the the first guy, the Nevada guy. He was so crazy. He he was like the older looking doctor guy who like all these like older women would come to. He's like, what? I was a medical student. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, like, so do you think... I don't think there's been a history of these people getting uh, their comeuppance, if you will. Uh, There's no, like... (laughs) They don't get no... uh, Satisfaction? Yeah. (laughs) They don't... I I don't think there's any jail time, like, associated with, like, these people getting, like, impregnated by their doctors. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so far... For a moment, I was just thinking about, like, pregnant women in jail because they got pregnant by their doctor. Yeah. Because that's just the fucked up state of the world. But, yeah, I guess it's, like, by the time they fucking put all the pieces together, it's, like, fucking 18 years later. Yeah. The guy's, like, 79 years old. You definitely... What are you going to do? Put him in it, like, you know. You have to have, like, a doctor's license to practice spermology right like you can't like just be like a a a cna and like be an expert on sperm or whatever i mean most of them are but like you know what i mean like can you do that spermology like to run one of those clinics like you gotta like 
have like a uh, some type of number that you can put on people's like paperwork, right? I think. I don't know. It might just be like the um like there must be some sort of like lab technicians that need a certain type of paperwork, but you could you could be a RN. It really comes down to who's dealing with the cum. Yeah, exactly. Cuz you could be like a RN. Like I knew somebody that was an RN and opened a uh like a blood donation place. Really? Yeah. And that's like her business. Like a plasma donation Pla- place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plasma donation. Like where people sell their plasma? Uh, yeah, I think one of the things was incentives to give money and stuff, but, uh, at the time she did it, it was like, what was it? There was something that was going on. It was, it was way before COVID. It was probably like 10 years before COVID. So there was something going on where like, maybe there was like a shortage or something like that, but people were like willingly donating, uh, plasma to this lady without like wanting any payback for it. So I think she got like a lot of money from like being able to started business by having like a large inventory at first that was just like purely done i think i don't know how that works i don't know how long it's good for or whatever i mean you would think that you would need some sort of license in like hematology or something to be able mm. to like a phlebotomist i mean yeah because when you're taking plasma out it's a different process than just drawing blood yeah and it takes a lot more out of people mm. and it like hurts more yeah yeah um and like i think like it's funny though because I just saw somebody in like one of the Facebook groups I'm in saying that she does that for a living, like she draws the plasma. Yeah. And she's like, I'm actually like really starting to doubt like myself, like doing this job because I feel like I'm stealing people's energy, like oh, no. doing this. Oh, <laughs> what, what what makes her say that? The fact that her job could be described as a vampire. Literally. Yeah. I mean that's I mean not you know what I mean it's like but then sometimes people need blood but it's like I feel like they're over overdoing it and then they're mm. like oh our blood supply is way down yeah yeah um yeah it's it's weird though like getting back to the topic of these doctors like what what type of uh like payback are they supposed to get like how many years in jail per kid uh, Larry Nasser got like seventy life sentences or something crazy. He wasn't dumping in though, right? He was just like <laughs> no, no. He was doing like pelvic exams Ugh. to like children in front of their parents. And I mean, they're it's it's crazy to me, like being part of the medical field, how stupid people are, like over basic medical terminology, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, and like basic standard practices for things, yeah. And, um, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me all the way, especially because it was a while ago. Yeah. Especially because he had like the Olympic organization behind his back, right? Like, yeah. So they're probably like, oh, well this is probably just like some special treatment that they only do for Olympians or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Ugh. It's so gross. It's crazy. You remember that judge during his trial? Yeah. She's like, I hope you die in prison, you fucking bitch. (laughs) I don't. I think I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like that. It was something pretty close to that. Things. But I mean, it just. I always had an issue with like male doctors uh, getting up in my business like that. I don't know why. Like I remember having a my doc. My mom switched my doctor <laughs> when I was like a little kid for one one visit. We went to a new practice, mm. and. 
where I used to go, the doctors never really would do, like, you know, exams down there or whatever. Yeah. And this guy, like, tried to, and I, like, fucking backed away, and I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, so creeped out, and I told my mom I was never coming back there. Yeah. And, uh, I like, I didn't have to, but I'm like, ew. Like, I, and I always had had female doctors who never really, I mean, once in a while, they would just kind of, like, take a peek and make, like, they don't go in internal. Yeah, yeah. You know, they don't? Um, unless you're going to an OBGYN, mm. then then they get up in there. But you only need an, like an internal exam like every few years. You can't go to there's an age limit to OBGYN, though. Right. Like you can't you, like, you got to be like at least like 15 or some shit. Right. What do you mean? Like you can't oh, go to, yeah. Like, a, I mean, here's uh, I guess it, you don't technically need to get like a pap smear, which is what most people like for. You know, just for, like, the GYN purposes. Yeah, yeah. Until you're in your 20s. Mm. Um, the only reason you would really go was for, like, ba- like birth control or whatever. So they still might not need to do any kind of internal exam until you need to have a, a pap smear. Or if you have some kind of internal issue that they need to look at. Mm. Gotcha. Oh, that's yeah. A, it's just such a weird, weird thing, man. But yeah, yeah. The, the the idea that like a doctor or somebody can't be held accountable for something that they do is pretty wild to me, right? Yeah. Like if if you go into like a store and you're buying like a lamp and the person that's like checking you out like breaks the lamp, like shouldn't they like kind of be responsible for like what happened? Like at least cleaning it up, not maybe not paying for it, but at least cleaning it up, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, they should be. And I'm sure they have some sort of like civil suit against these people. But when you go through like a criminal case, it's totally different than yeah. going through the the civil cases. That's when you get money from your. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Offender or whatever. Well, seeing doctors uh, interact with the criminal justice system has been like a thing lately for us. Uh, we were watching that uh, Curious Case of Natalie Grace. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and the doctor on there that supposedly uh, gave his consent to re-age her, like, once he knew he was on camera, he was like, I I don't know what these guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, like but that, it's right? like, but he did sign the paper and said, like, she's she's this much older. So, all right. But, but I could see, like, there's, there's a thing called Munchausen syndrome, right? Yeah. And it's when the parents are really good at making it look like their kid has some sort of issue, Shout right? Shout out, Gypsy Rose. Shout out. Um, but maybe she was doing something like that where she was like, she's definitely got to be this age because, like, look at this. Like, So, so let's explain... To people who don't know what this is or... Oh, yeah, I just dumped head first right into that. Yeah, so it's, there's a documentary called The Curious Case of Natalie Grace. Yeah, uh, Natalia Grace. Natalia Grace. And Say your name right. It's about a... Uh, and this is a story that me and you have followed like individually since it started happening. Yeah, right? like years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's so, literally the the uh, plots of the movie... Uh, the, or- the Orphan? The Orphan. Yeah. So, um... Basically, this uh, American family uh, adopts this uh, girl that allegedly was born in the Ukraine. Um, she has some type of like stunted growth issue with her bones and her like adrenal glands or whatever. Um, 
and they're not really sure of her age, but because she's like a, a, a little a littler person in stature. Uh, yeah, they have different they, like types of bones. Yeah, and they kind of like uh, treat her like what a normal human that like size would be treated as, which I guess at the time, like her size was what, like a three-year-old or like a four-year-old or whatever? I think they said she was six when they got her. So so the story basically comes into play when this couple who've adopted her... By the way, we learn from the documentary that they don't adopt her directly from the Ukraine. This girl's like been switched, switched palms a couple times since yeah, she came to the yeah, USA. Yeah, she had a couple... Uh... Uh, so this family adopts her, and then they start to uh, fear that she's trying to secretly kill them. Yeah. Uh, and then they, for some reason, start to believe in this conspiracy theory that she's not uh, the age that she says she is. And she's actually, what, like five, 10 years older than what they thought she was? Yeah. So right now she's saying she's like 22, but they're saying like based on her age, she would be 30. I think they aged her up 11 years. Yeah. So uh, they adopt this kid. Uh, She starts, according to them, acting out, doing crazy shit. Well, before that, when they first got her, they said they took her to like give her a bath. And the mom was like, oh, my God, she has pubic hair. Yeah, she freaked out. And she was like, she can't be six years old. She's got pubic hair. But, like, anybody with a a tiny bit of medical knowledge would know, like, a lot of times kids with genetic anomalies get something called precocious puberty, where it's like Mm -hmm. they start to develop early, but it's not, like, full full on. It's just like a, I don't know. Anyway, but. Yeah, it's just like. I, I think it I think it could have been part of it. It could have been part of the um That's why like some dudes like when they grow went mustaches. Yeah. And some dudes can't grow hair above their lip at all. Yeah. They they went through a precocious pre, what is it? Prenuptial? No, precocious puberty is just like early onset puberty. Okay. Sometimes it happens from the medications that they're on, from whatever the syndrome is, and sometimes it's just part of the syndrome because it affects the adrenal glands and the adrenal mm. glands affect your hormonal system so so anyway this family thinks that this little girl is out to get them right who they think who they think is older than what she says she is um they end up like telling these stories about how they think that like she's like follow like watching them when they're sleeping and like holding a knife yeah they said Uh, that she took like like knives out of the knife block and like we were holding them under her bed there was there was like some suspicious videos that the parents uh, took, like uh, there was one scene where like she's like reading a Bible, and the adopted mom's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm reading." She's like, "What are you reading?" She's like, "The Bible." She's like, "Why are you reading the Bible?" She's like, "Trying to get the demons to be quiet in my head." Yeah, I know. I wonder, like, what those people were like religiously. Like, you well, think maybe, like, they didn't really give any... I'm thinking that that was definitely something she was repeating, right? Like, somebody Yeah, said she had to have heard like, it somewhere. What do I do to be normal? And they're like, read the Bible or something. Yeah, but, like, so, but they did catch her on camera saying something about, like, I want to hurt you or I want to kill uh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the dad, oh, my God, he was, like, the biggest queen... <laughs> I mean, there's no way that she, that mom that thought that this man was straight. Yeah. Well, she was a little a little ruckspin herself, wasn't she? She was a little uh, a ruckspin. Did they say that. 
the fuck does that mean? She's like a like a like a minx. A minx? Yeah, like a ruxpin. I've never heard like Teddy Ruxpin. Come here, bitch. Little Ruxpin. <laughs> you never heard that before? Never heard that. Alright, well add it to your vocabulary. I will. Um, but yeah, the dad was obviously uh, hiding some things that he didn't want the people to know about. Yet he did like this huge act out of the mom beating her. Yeah, yeah. Because he said that the mom beat her. Okay, so, alright, so before we go further, I will say if I adopted a kid and I already had kids and this kid is uh, quickly becoming known for um, rubbing uh, shit all over my other kids when they get in the car, I'd be pretty pissed off. I don't think I would go to the levels of abuse or, you know, mentally or physically that this family took on this uh, person, but... She's got to have some sort of like mental she problem. She was rubbing shit on the kids? Why was she Literally, when I did my like psych rotation in nursing clinicals, like every person in the psych ward, one of their what do you call it? symptoms yeah. was shit smearing and I'm like what That's is it huh? what is it what, like I don't know if it's like a primal thing to do mm. or if it's just like to get attention because like, you know like it's the like grossest gross thing you have your yeah like the best because I mean the prisoners do that or they like will would try to bleed on like you know what I mean <laughs> it's like the only way that you have control over the situation yeah yeah like what else do you have other than your shit <laughs> I, how freaked out would you be if somebody like Try to hold you hostage with like a, a boo boo on their elbow. <laughs> but like, like you couldn't move. Don't move, bitch. I'm gonna fucking uh, throw this blood speckles on you. That is scary though. Like I, even though like the chances of catching something from people like throwing specks of blood on you are probably very slim. Like slim to none. You never know. It could get in that eye. You know. Yeah, I don't, wouldn't do much getting in an eye. It would be. It would have to get like a lot into an open wound. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, so, again, like, if you're in a fight or something, you're both bleeding, shit's mixing up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's usually from, um, like, needles that that mostly, or sex. Yeah. That people get uh, shit from blood. Speaking of sex, they were accusing this N- Natalia Grace. Natalie oh, Grace yeah, they, at one point. So, we really kind of, like, took a, took a turn there. Um, but with this documentary, so they decide that she's much older than she is after they decide that she's trying to kill them. Yeah, yeah. And she apparently makes this attempt on the mom at some farm one day. Well, first she said that the first one was like she poured bleach in her coffee or something. It wasn't even bleach. It was like pine salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I don't think that would kill you, but and it probably it would make you make your stomach hurt for a little sick, bit. Yeah. And but, then the second one was they were at some farm and uh, they were told that there was like an electric fence surrounding the farm. And she said that there was a moment where, or the mom said that there was a moment where she was like, Natalia was like, uh, fixing her shoes and she said she needed help or something. Yeah, and, and she like pulled her down next she, to the fence. She said she pulled her down and tried to pull her close to the fence so she could get electrocuted. And then like there was no witnesses. Yeah, there was no witnesses and um, the people that were like within earshot were like, I saw something going on but it just looked like that lady was like yeah. I mean, and whatever. She's small, so she could have been like doing some weird, like the demon shit, like yeah, yeah. you know, that nobody else. Or could she see. was just trying to get up off the ground. Or maybe she fell because, like, she, they they had her walking. Yeah, yeah. Pretty far. Yeah. And uh, like she wasn't too uh, 
dexterous. Nimble. N- nimble, anyway. Well, so, all right. So after these things happen, they decide the best thing to do is to try to get her uh, re-aged. Right? Yeah, they take so, her to this doctor. So, so this process of going through, like, I guess some type of court thing where... Uh, you submit some paperwork and you tell them, like, I don't think this person is this age. They're closer to this other age. Here's the doctor's proof. And then the court decides, like, yes, we're going to, like, make it go through or not. Um, what was the age? Like, how, did they give her the same birth date, just back it up 11 years? I think whatever. Or did it, they use the date that it was and then back it up 11 years? I don't remember exactly what the formula was that the judge used, but I think it allegedly, like, essentially came down to him just being, like, Oh, the, you know, they say you're, like, uh, eight years old. I think you're 23, bitch. <laughs> you're 23. Quarter germ. And then, you hit and then the parents just... Well, the mom, well, specifically. They said, they said that there was no court at all, right? It was, like, rushed through or something like that? The decision. Yeah, they didn't really get into that too much. And the mom wasn't interviewed at all. Yeah, yeah. The lady that... like, cause So the parents eventually ended up getting divorced after they... After they so this all this happens. Yeah. And then Natalia gets her own apartment. That was the solution. Well, they they decide that after she's reaged that they have they don't have anything to do with her anymore. Uh, they have another kid who's autistic and he has a school opportunity in Canada. Yeah, he graduated at like fourteen or something, and they they offered him like a free ride at like Canadian Smart School or whatever. Yeah, and then uh, the family was like, we don't want to bring this uh, uh, Ukrainian burden with us. So, uh, <laughs> so they got her an apartment. They got her an apartment. Uh, the parents were like, this is a ghetto place, nobody like like white ghetto. And they were like, nobody's going to care about her or whatever. Like They're not even going to notice that she's there. Yeah, they're like, it's, it's fine. So they um, would like stop by and like drop food off for her every once in a while. Well, because her, like, I guess whatever government money, like disability, social security checks were going to the to parents, them. Yeah. the adopted parents. And I think that's what they were using to pay her rent. Yeah, and then yeah. whatever her food card was, they they would go like shopping, whatever, right? But and drop it off. But then she would run out of food. Or she couldn't reach the uh, cabinets. Where oh the yeah, food she was couldn't in. reach the, like the freaking burners on so the. So then she would like go to like random neighbors' house and be like, uh, "Hi, like I'm 23 years old. I have this condition. I need a sandwich. Can you give me a sandwich?" She like just walked in these people's houses. Yeah. So while she was in her first apartment, she like creeped out a bunch of people. And she tried to creep on a, a couple uh, kids. Yeah, right? they, there was like two different people saying that she like. Like, one one time she went to, like, the people's houses and, like, went right towards the kids' room. The baby's room. The baby's room. Yeah. And then another time she went in, she was in, like, the park or something. And she tried to take the little boy's pants off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, so, what, what are you doing? So the apartment people didn't want her there anymore, right? Yeah, once our lease was up, they just, they were like, no, you can't live here anymore. And that's when they put her in, like, that white... White trash town is the, what they said, the, yeah. The new apartment in the new town, right? Yeah. So then, because they say they, they had went to college there. Um, so then they go there, they get her the new apartment, and then some lady, I guess is one of her neighbors, she decides to, like, become her caregiver or whatever and decides to adopt her. Is that what happens? I don't honestly know. Like, so she was, like, in and out, in and out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, she had some contact with the neighbors, and some of them had, like, different feelings about her. Yeah. And then I guess one day she went to the grocery store. Yeah. Somehow she got there and met that chick that, she, like, I basically adopted her. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... But, okay, so the problem came in because the, the money stopped coming to the adopted parents. Yeah. The it's... money started going to the new family that took her in, right? Right, right, right. And then the parents got pissed and tried to, like, bring the law into it. And then people started looking into it more, and then they were like, wait a minute, what if she's not really... 23 or whatever age she is what if she's really eight or nine years old right now yeah she has her own apartment like this is kind of messed up yeah so the kid had an apartment by herself for like three years and if she, she was really nine if she was she would have been like nine through 11 or something or like eight through 11 yeah so they send so this apparently this detective from one of the towns becomes like obsessed with the story um he goes to the Ukraine to, like, interview or, like, he sends somebody to the Ukraine to, like, interview the, the mom, the real mom. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, alleged, this is the real, like, uh, whatever her birth name certificate is. or whatever from that lady. And here's a DNA test. But none of that stuff was, like, corroborated by the court. So they couldn't use that in their, like, lawsuits because eventually they, just, they decided to bring a lawsuit against both yeah, parents. parents, right? Yeah, both parents. And it was separate because they were separated. Because they were divorced, right? Yeah. So the 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 last episode, well, the second two episodes, or last two episodes, I guess, focused on the dad going through trial yeah. for this. And, um, and he shifted everything to the mom. He basically shifted everything to the mom. And, and said, said he that he was it. also a victim. That he was a victim, but the mom was like a crazy puppet master. And yeah. she was like basically banging all these dudes and, you know, sending inappropriate messages to, like, random people. Remember? Remember? Wasn't she sending inappropriate messages to that other dwarf that she found to hang out? It was, like, an she old man up, that was also, like, a, a little person. She hit up a, a another little person, uh, allegedly to ask them questions about, like, what's it like to, like, raise somebody with that type of, like, I guess, deform, whatever you want to call it. And then... Um, he said, like, after, like, a couple of months, like, it became very sexual in nature. Yeah. And he kept telling her how good he was at uh, pleasing a woman with his mouth. You remember that? Yeah, that was so weird. But then he said that he was, after they re-aged her, she was trying to set him up with Natalia at, oh, for a date. yeah. Because maybe she thought, like, well, maybe I can get, like... Well, and then he accused the stepdad of being with her, too. Yeah, they said something like that, but they kind of like cut out, cut Did it he, out. He threw the he threw the the laptop or something when they showed that to him. The dad, the stepdad. Remember when they showed? They were like, "We gotta show you this," and he was like, "I wanna throw this. I wanna throw it." Did he throw it? I, I know he, he threw, threw a bat. Oh yeah. Or something at one point. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Sorry, when I get mad, I I throw things." <laughs> um, yeah, it's we and we. The craziest thing is that we still don't know. We still don't know how old she is. Like, she could, she could, would she, like, if she's... Right now, she's 21 or 22 if she was not the age that they reached her to. Okay, so even if she's the youngest that she ever claimed to be, she's still in her 20s? Yeah, now. Okay, now, okay. And wow. she could be 33. Wow. But they based, like, her... So, at some point, they found another person that had the exact same syndrome as her. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. And the girl was, like, I guess close to the same age as what Natalia was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And they noticed that Natalia was, like, obviously bigger than this girl. Yeah. And the girl, like, now recounting the story ten years later was basically saying, like, it was like they took an adult to a play date with me. Yeah, and it was yeah. weird. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so who knows? Like, 
she was saying like she did she didn't have the face of a child like she didn't have this facial structure of a child and there were times when when they were the mom was fucking crazy i mean she had this bitch like up against the wall for like eight hours at a time literally everybody involved in the story was was absolutely psychotic yeah like absolutely the dad gets let off scot-free yeah yeah. and then they drop the mom's case yeah See, she, because I thought she was like, I was like, oh, she's gonna get something. Yeah, that's the spoiler alert. To sorry all about this, that. Is that like eventually at the end they're like, you know, we're gonna bring these charges against him. And the little guy, the the guy who's really good at oral, he said that he was like, I, I got something like a, like a bombshell to drop when I'm in court about the mom. Remember? Yeah. But he said that after he said the thing about. The mom wanting the dad to hook up with Natalie. So he was like, the next thing I'm about to tell you is, like, crazier. But then they cut the cameras. And then huh. they reveal it. So I wonder... There's like, a, maybe there's, like, a... Maybe it was for for the trial or something. Mm. And I don't know. Maybe this is why the mom's got, trial got canceled. Oh, yeah. I don't maybe. know. I can't imagine. But for whatever reason. Because I guess because they had decided in court that they could not bring the age into it. Yeah. Because the doctor had made the statement she was reaged. She had right. a new birth certificate. So they were just looking at at it from a standpoint of like they were neglecting her as a disabled person. Right, exactly. Who they took under their care. Yeah, yeah. And they they decided that they weren't. That I guess whatever they provided was adequate. Yeah. So I, I would I don't know. I mean the the jurors were like I mean, shit, if we'd known that they got her re-aged and she might really be only, like, you know, yeah, yeah. a little kid, it it's a whole, whole different thing, thing but yeah. they don't know. That's wild. Um, yeah, check that out, though, if you get a chance. That's a great documentary and a lot of twists and turns, a lot of yeah. tricks. Yeah, the dad is a freaking piece of work, man. Um, so do you think if this... Is it Nat- Natalie? Natalia? I think it's Natalia. I think if it's Natalia Grace had the ability to, she would uh, alter her genome. Remember the mom was saying that, like, the Ukrainian mom was saying that uh, the doctors at, in the Ukraine wanted, like, $100,000 to, like, fix uh, Natalia's feet? Really? You remember? They were like, she did say that they were like, just let her go. Like, it's going to cost too much money to, to do, like, the stuff it will take to get her, like... But it wouldn't have fixed anything, right? Like, what, what would it No, like, like, I mean, because when... It's a ba- genetic disorder. It's a genetic disorder, but a lot of times when babies are born with clubbed feet, like, you can fix that. Mm. You can, like, straighten the foot out. You if can do like, OTPT kind of shit that makes them, like, grow yeah, yeah. more. I mean, it's still going to be, like, a little bit of a dis, di, like a, a disability. Yeah. But you can get to the point where they're functional. Okay. Huh. Whereas, like, if they don't do any of that, then the person can't really walk. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what happened, right? They, I guess they didn't pay for anything, and she could barely walk, right? Well, I mean, she did have braces of some sort. At some point, At some and then point, yeah. what? I when when she was in court, she had that freaking uh, like walker, which kind of looked bad on them because they were like, "Oh, she's fine. Like she doesn't need this." And then she comes in with a walker. Remember the dad was going through uh, his ring alarm doorbell footage to find footage of her like running in different scenarios to prove that she could run. Oh yeah, that was great. That was great. And then they found the picture of her pushing her trash can back, oh, yeah. which was at the first place where she would have been like eight or nine, if it's true. Yeah, yeah. And she was like half the size of the trash can. Yeah, but she and was doing like, it. And he's like, look, she's fine. She's doing it. It's and not like, okay. 
<laughs> that shit was crazy. And there's still, again, another documentary with, like, no... It's just for the, I guess, pure entertainment of... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, it sucks either way, because they did give a lot of abuse allegations as to outside of whether or not she was the age that she was. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that I feel like that should have been addressed. Yeah. But I guess it's different between, like, beating up an adult roommate than... Yeah. Um, well, the reason I asked you about the, uh, like that question about wh- whether she would want to change her genes was because it might be uh, something that humans might be able to do pretty soon. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So, in a way. So, I was reading about this new study uh, that happened with octopuses or octopi. Um Apparently, they have the ability to change their RNA. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, They have the ability to change it to adjust to warmer or cooler waters. Uh, A new report published in the Cell Journal uh, states that octopuses are able to edit genetic information to quickly re-sculpt their brains when confronted with changes in their environment. Uh... RNA is used to help translate DNA into proteins that make up our bodies. Uh, experiment that happened involved the California two-spot octopus. That's the one, I think, from my octopus teacher. The one with the two blue, like, rings on it. The little one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, no. No, yeah, you're right. That one from there is little. They said that this one, like, scrunched up looks like a football or like a basketball. So it's, like, kind of big but not too big. Well, it's blue? I think it has blue rings. It's okay. called the, the two, the two dot octopus. Is that the only one that can do it, or all octopi? Well, they were just they were just using that one because of uh, where their regular uh, place like habitats are. Um, so their habitat includes Southern California and Northern Mexico. So it's right in that like one part of the Pacific. Okay. Um, and I guess only that part. So. But that's a pretty big area of water where the temperature usually fluctuates, like, wildly, depending on the season. Okay. Um, so, in the lab, uh, the, the scientists placed octopuses in different water temperatures. Um, they had, like, a bunch of them, and then they put half of them in, like, cooler water temperatures and half of them in, like, warmer water temperatures. Um, and then after a few weeks, they went in... And harvested some RNA from their brains. I don't know how they did that. Um, But they found that there were over 20,000 different locations on various different... What did I write there? Profiles? That sounds right. Profits? Proteins. Okay, there were over 20,000 different locations on various different proteins that were edited. In their RNA. Oh, shit. Uh, The octopuses are capable of making the changes in less than a day. Uh, DNA takes generations to change, like the genetic sequence of DNA. Yeah. Um, But RNA is more flexible because RNA is like uh, the instruction book. Yeah. Basically. And DNA is the actual like thing. Yeah. Um, So it's easier to change the instruction book than the actual like thing itself. Uh, so, so they're like fucking shapeshifters. Yeah, and we already knew that, right? From all the other crazy shit that they were able to do before. So it sounds like they're just like the live version of CRISPR. 
Sort of, yeah. But, like, so, this is crazy because it's, like, like low level, right? Like, humans probably do this in a way as well, like, but it's, we don't have a way to quantify that into, like, math terms. Yeah, because nobody's drilling into our brains after we go through, like, a No one wants to harvest change. our RNA after, yeah. After yeah, that guy that was at the bottom of the sea, they should have harvested some of his. He made it. He made it to 100 days. I saw. Did I mean, he come up? He came up, yeah, he came up. Did he up. get the bends? Uh, no, I think he took care of that. That's good. Yeah, but... It's cool. I, I'm I'm excited to. Okay, he's not Jamaican. I want to read the chart data on like his health stuff, like after he comes back up. Oh, I thought you meant like right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buckle in, folks. So it looks like he. Uh... We got a lot of reading to do. Um, but yeah, that's crazy though, right? Octopus is gonna just change that. But if there's a way for us to figure out how to do that ourselves, yeah, it's you know. I feel cool. like it might be, like, part of, like, the many pieces of DNA that we don't know what they do. Mm. You know what I mean? Is it considered blackface if you change your internal molecules to give yourself more melanin? Um, well, it doesn't wipe off then, right? It can't wipe off. That's the thing. Right? So, I guess it off. doesn't count, right? Yeah, it doesn't count. All right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's like, I mean, octopus push change colors, too. Yeah, they do a lot of different, like, weird things. I'm pretty sure... You ever see one of those big-ass ones, like, squeeze through a keyhole? Uh, yeah, that's, that's why. insane. I've seen one inside of a jar take out the lid from the jar. Yeah, I've seen, like, a little one, like, open up a jar inside of the tank and, like, take a piece of crab out of it. We shouldn't be, like, dealing with those things, huh? I feel like if there's a way to, like, trace back what the oldest octopi is... Yeah. You could probably see if there was, like, any cataclysmic events from, like, meteors from space. Wasn't that the guy from, um, What I'm the trying OA? to say is, uh, octopuses are probably aliens. What What was it? What wasn't the guy, that the guy from the OA? Old, mm. old Snow, or what was his name? Oh, yeah. Old, uh... He would, like, hook on to the lady? Yeah, yeah, Guys, yeah. watch the OA. That's a good show, too. Um, but uh, there's a lot of octopus themes and, and stuff. They could be alien. I think they're aliens. Possibly. So we're talking about. I I follow. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What, what were you? No, I follow this like person on uh, one of the social medias that's called like the Reef Doc or something, mm-hmm. and he like rescues octop octopi. Mm-hmm. And um, he got one that like basically like chewed its legs off. Oh shit! And For he's like, or like, no. Oh. He was like, they, it had food. I don't know what the thing's problem Stressed was. Stressed out, probably? Well, like, he got it like that, so I don't know. But he was like, it's totally fine, though. It's going to grow back in a couple of days. They could regrow their limbs? Yeah. you. That, that's what I, my octopus teacher, teacher taught us that. Oh, yeah. Remember? What was that? Birdie? What the fuck did they name that octopus? Uh, Oak, Old Creek or something? Old Snow? Well, that guy. Um... So we're talking about being able to like change your RNA and shit like that. Um, it reminded me of that other documentary that we spent pretty much all day yesterday watching and thinking about coming up with questions about like what we would ask. There's this mermaid documentary called Mer People. Oh shit! Oh my gosh! This was really really fun. It was it was fun. It was. I was um. Interesting, right? Yeah, like, a part of me hated it, part, I cried for a minute. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it had tears. It had fears. It had villains. It had heroes. It yeah. had sheroes. Yeah. It it had Miros, Muros. Yeah. So it, it followed a couple different stories, right? They they started off by telling the story about this resort in Florida that was known for their mermaid shows. Yeah, the Wikiwachi Falls. The Wikiwachi Resort or something like that. Yeah, and they had, like, mermaids there back in, like, the what? Like, the early 50s or 60s or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. To this day, I think they still continue. Yeah, because we looked it up. They're still open. It's but I don't think they do the mermaid shows anymore. They still do the mermaid shows. Well, then why wouldn't they? Okay. Because they're elite, bro. That's what we learned from this. Didn't you, didn't you see anything that they were talking about? Um... Yeah, so we find out that uh, these people that um, used to be part of this resort um, aren't part of it anymore. For whatever reason, they all have different reasons. Uh, so then they decided to do their own thing, right? And do the whole mermaid thing, like, on their own. A couple people. The one chick that, like, started designing fins or something like that. Well, what it seems like it's coming down to... Mm. Are you talking about the original, like, old ladies? Like, how did this jump from just a thing at that res- at that resort? I guess that was, like, the first instance of people, like, the, th- the thought that, oh, I could be a mermaid. Yeah, yeah. That it was there. Okay. So it was like a, like, we were talking about how it was, like, a cosplay thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a lot of these girls, like, it was their dream to be a mermaid at this wiki-wachi resort or whatever? Yeah, a lot of these people. There's plenty of men involved. Well, it was only a couple, right? And that that one... Because they called them the wiki-wachi girls or something, right? Oh, I I met in the mer community now. Oh, now? Oh, yeah, now? These original wiki-wachi girls were like the... They were like the Marilyn Monroe of... uh, They're the... the or Who's the elite, like, cheerleading people? I don't know. I Nancy Grace know. or whatever. Who's that lady with the show? She had Jojo Siwa in there. Oh, gee. I just I have no idea. Ellen? No. It's a da- the dance mom. Anyway. Oh, 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 fuck. What's that bitch's name? Abby Lee. Uh, okay, yeah, her. That's that's who I would have put in that joke if I would have remembered that name earlier. Um, no, they're, they're like this elite group of mermaids, right, that have been around for, for years and years. Um, and then all the people that aren't part of that group anymore, they went out and they started, what, like doing their own like conventions and. I think they went out and had a normal life. Okay. And then the next generation of mermaids comes in. They realize, well, shit, Wikiwaki Falls is not around anymore. It's or still whatever. there. It's, it's still, still there. But it's not inclusive. You got to be like. You know, real skinny. Remember, they said you gotta like hold your breath. Then they were talking about how like they didn't care about people's like health. So like, if you had like a sinus infection, like you had to show up for work or they'd fire you. Oh yeah, that's when that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, remember yeah. that. They were okay. Eating. I forgot they were still like doing stuff. Okay, but but that being said, yeah, there's thousands of mer people around the world. So okay, so yeah, so it starts with that, and then the next generation maybe they like start to emulate. The look and the, I guess, of like the costumes, right? Uh, But not necessarily wanting to work for that place. Even though uh, at the end of this documentary, we kind of found out that like they all secretly wanted to still work for that place, right? Yeah. It's like us with Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So it it jumps to different stories. Uh, We find out about 
this guy who like starts his own mermaid tail making company. Yeah, the Mer Tailor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he used to work at Wikiwaki. He, he worked he at work, Wikiwaki. They wanted him to come in with an ear infection, and his dad was like, "Hell no! Yeah, you're not doing that." Yeah, so he started. Uh, Making tails. For so a he started making tails. But then he became like the only guy making tails. So yeah. he became like the the tail guy. Yeah, he cornered the market on it. He um, made some dough. Then he like bought his own space. Yeah, yeah. And made an aquarium. And then now he's got like a performance space with mermaids. Yeah. That well, he's like now auditioning people to work at. Yeah, combined with his shop. Combined he, like, with his tail making shop. Yeah. So cool. Good for him, right? Uh, what was the other stuff? Like, they were... There was one chick that was, like, just... From Arkansas. She was, like, the t- Tiffany Haddish of mermaids. Like, she, like, slept in her car just to, like, get to, like, gigs. She was the gigs. jewel of mermaids? Yeah, okay. Yeah, jewel. Yeah, more like jewel for real. But, um... Yeah, her name was Sparkles. Yeah. And she went on all these different, like, mermaid retreats. But she barely had any training because she was from Arkansas. Yeah, they would go to, like, the local pool. Yeah, and they were only the, allowed to swim in the corner. While the lady, the older ladies were exercising. While they were doing, like, yeah, what is that called? Aerobicide. And then they got mad when they were, like, splashing their tails while they were trying to, like, lift the Yeah, I don't think that's the, it's that they're not allowed to go swimming. Yeah, they probably can't anywhere. go in there with They're those... just not allowed to wear the towel. Yeah, because it's a safety issue, right? Yeah. If I were them, I would get, like, something, like, clear. You know what I mean? Or maybe that just zips up when you get in the water. You could just zip your legs together. You kind of, like, take away the uh, mystery. I'm just talking about for practice, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, Just yeah, to yeah. get the practice in. But to them, they wanted to make it look as realistic as possible, right? They want to actually look like mermaids. So Yeah, they like, want to look like the actual mermaids, do as you think realistic as possible. any of these people had the ability to uh, change their RNA so they could have mermaid abilities or, like, grow a tail or, like, breathe underwater or anything? You think they'd do it? I don't know. I don't know. Sparkle's got hypothermia, so she can't go cold water. That's she what can't it was. do. She's not a cold water mermaid. Yeah, because she's from Arkansas. And with global warming and stuff, I think she might be okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a weird thing because I don't know if these people are like it part of the trans community. Yeah. Or are they part of like the LGBTQIA community because they don't identify as like people? Yeah. They what do they call them? Mersins? Yeah, they they put the prefix mer over like every word. Or they like say something that's like C related. Yeah, to use as like a conjunction for something. Else. Yeah. Wow. Like shell, yeah. That was like fun for them though, right? They were really into it. I mean, they're happy though, right? And yeah, it kind of makes me like jealous that like I can't commit to any of that. You could do it if you wanted to. Yeah, I fucking could not. I told you it'd be hilarious if you were the first underwater stand-up comedian. <laughs> you did tell me that. It'd be hilarious. It would, but it would be goddamn impossible to do. Not, nothing's impossible. I mean, maybe if I was in that dude's fucking trailer that he had nailed down to the bottom of the sea. Uh, what trailer? The oh. guy, the teacher. Callback. Yeah. Um, I could do it, but not like under the water. Like, how can you talk with your face uh, in water. Well, that's what's hilarious, right? So it's oh, yeah, like, it's, it's, just... it's like interpretive dance, but it's interpretive stand up. And like, okay. they just see you moving your mouth underwater, but 
to them, like, they can't hear anything. So they're, like, trying to guess what you're trying to say. Oh, so it could be, like, whatever they decided for, is. From the movements that you're doing. But you also forget to bring any, like, breathing material down there. So you just, like, end up, like, all the movements are you just trying to struggle for breath underwater. I think you're secretly fascinated with mermaids. Secretly fascinated with mermaids. Yeah. I, it's weird because I just remembered, like, when we f- did one of our first episodes, you were talking about underwater tap dancing classes. Mm. Did I talk about you that? Are, you were telling me about the classes that you were taking. Mm. And we debated that. You should now that more happen people... in the future? No, that happened, like, episode one. Oh. All right. If you say so. Do you want to work at Wiki Falls? No, because remember we went to their website and we saw that all they do there is... Oh, they said no Puerto Ricans. Is, yeah, that that was very plain and clear. That was number one thing. But all they do there is they do the mermaid shows. They do the... Uh, they said there was like a wildlife exhibit. Yeah, they, they take like you a, around to see the bogs. Yeah, it's like a, there's just like a duck boat and that's it. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's not like... It's like SeaWorld but without like the um, animals. Yeah. And know. it's like people are working their ass off to become like a fish in a goddamn aquarium show. Yeah, yeah. How like ridiculous. You know what Tilikum would have done? Tilikum the whale? Tilikum, the one that murdered all those people. Because <laughs> he didn't want to be a whale in he that show. He only murdered the one, and it wasn't like really a murder. He was just playing with her. Yeah. No, he did murder another guy. Was he playing well, with Well, they found him in Tilikum's tank. Oh. I don't know if they got video of it, but, you they know. They fucking, they planted that guy there. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like a setup. Did he die recently? I think Tilikum died. Tilikum died a long time ago. He did? Yeah. They didn't euthanize him or anything. Nah, I think he it was. He killed a bunch of people, and they were just like, all right, just fucking don't look at him, I okay? think it was one of those he, where he, like, ran into, like, the glass. and like, He free-willed himself? Mm, no, 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 no. What's the other one where the... The orca like runs into the the glass plate, uh, like wall. Free Willy. No, dude, it like it doesn't make it out. It like just runs into the wall and then it dies. Uh, uh, what's it called? I literally don't think that exists. Whoa. Is it orca? No, that was a good one though. That was the only uh, movie from the. I think that was before Jaws, or Killer Orca or something like that. Yeah. I remember watching it when I had my, like, whale face. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not out of it, but I'm not as in it as I was. That's true. But do you want to be a goddamn mermaid? No. You wouldn't change your uh, RNA willingly to, like, have, like, gills or whatever? It would be cool if I could switch back and forth, and I feel like if I needed to get somewhere, I could just, like, pop on my mermaid tail. Your tweet. Or, or if it just fucking... I See, what I would need is it for it to be just, like... Uh, like a shape shifting thing. I don't want to mm. have to order a silicone tail. Like a, like an anamorph. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, if they could like upgrade my DNA for that, like I'd be cool. I would like. Yeah, I guess. It would be like a sea creature that you would anamorph to. I would do all of them. You can only pick one. Uh, you don't make the rules. You can only go one category. No. So it could be multiple animals, but like either water, flight. Or land. Or fire. No, I think I'm the one that goes between all of them. You're a tweener. I'm a tweener. All right. Um, 
Interesting documentary, though. I like it. It was. It was. Um, it was. I actually cried a little bit, which was ridiculous because most of the time I was like, these fucking entitled bitches. Yeah. Like complaining about how hard their life as mermaids are. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking. Why am I going to work every day? Yeah. Like all the shit that's going on in the world, and I have to get up and go do a profession. Well, I think, to be fair, I think they don't. Uh, they, they don't have any guaranteed money coming in at, at I, all. It, but my point is, they're getting through. They're making a way. Are they? This bitch almost died of hypothermia in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want to go But she got way. pulled out the tank and got welcomed to the siren pod. That's that Penn and Teller shit. What? Oh, uh, you want to be part of that, though? She I don't did, know. Though. They said they're the elite. They're the mean girls of the mermaids. And yet they still can't go to wiki watching, huh? Mm. Mm. Sucks. I know, right? Um, yeah, we've been we've been watching. I li- I like that documentary. We've been watching a lot of other ones. Um, recently, we've been talking a lot about uh, death, kind of, uh, and, and specifically the funeral industry, right? Yeah, and mortuaries this, and what started it? It's my well. First of all, it started with my obsession with what do they do with like body waste? You know what I mean? Like, like the, blood, the blood or the the guts. The cum? You can't... Ooh. I don't think there's cum left after... Oh, I wonder ooh, if it's still alive. It's still alive. How does that work with when, with, with your guys'... I should know this, right? Your body's constantly producing it, right? Mm. Or you don't have, like, a set amount, and then once you, like, drain it, it's no, gone. No, there's no set... No, yeah, it's constantly... It's not like the eggs. Yeah. yeah. You constantly produce... But the I think the the roads that they travel can be worn down after a while. Okay, you know I hear I mean? you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you could do that. We'll have to look into that to see. If do you they... know what I fucking screenshotted something the other day that was like saying something about like do this if you don't want to get pregnant. Mm, what was it? Oh, it was eat papaya seeds. Oh shit, we got it. Was like, I don't know, but it was like yeah, like. It, it was saying it was some sort of, like, natural birth control or something. Papaya seeds? Yeah, like, those round, like... What do you think? It's got to be some, like... Some, whatever, like, chemical vitamin thing that's in there. Is it bad for babies? Yeah, bad baby. Bad ba- It does something to, like, your uterine lining. Yeah. But you got to eat, like, a few a day or something. I don't know. I don't know the exact dosage. Don't go taking my advice for this. Yeah, yeah. But you might want to look into papaya seeds. Just in case we get any more crazy laws. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been watching a lot of things about funerals lately. Uh, Death and birth. We watched that documentary on uh, Netflix called Buried by the Bernards. Yes. Like a series. Yes, we did. And that um, was so good. My fa- like, You guys should go watch it because... Uh, just because the uncle, honestly. The uncle was... The, the mom was hilarious. The mom was pretty funny. Um... It's it's great. It's about this like I guess family that runs a uh, funeral home in was it Tennessee, and Atlanta. They, is it Atlanta? It's one of those southern states. And they talk about how like they're famous because they came up with the concept of the first uh, drive by funeral, drive drive in funeral, drive through funeral, drive through funeral. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, you're driving. Uh, on the outside of this building, and there's like this big plate glass window where the body's just there. It's just laid up for your presentation, yeah, and then you like look at them, and then drive through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, I thought it was going to be a little bit crazier, like, you know, as far as like their shenanigans. It's a pretty crazy story. Uh, it I feel like, seem... did they start when COVID started? Is that when they saw the market and well, they were like, hey. That's what we thought. They but, didn't really explain when they, but maybe if we go to their website, they have like an about me section that we yeah, can check out. Yeah, I don't out. give a shit. Uh, but you should watch it because it's interesting. It's interesting. And it made us think about uh, <laughs> the funeral industry like as a whole, right? Deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching Best Funeral Ever. I actually bought the season of Best Funeral Ever on you YouTube. You can't find it anywhere else. You can't find it. I will say this, though. If anybody's looking to do this, it's $10. Uh, if you're also looking to do this, the pilot episode is not included. That's the one that has them taking the urn into the amusement park. And the other one was the uh, barbecue funeral where they put the dude in a giant smoker. <laughs> Wait, oh, that was the that was the coffin? That was this coffin. They yeah. made a smoker out yeah. of every single funeral they did looked like some sort of cannibal ritual. Yeah, yeah. They were eating something on every everybody's casket or yeah. off of somebody's casket. And I'm like, this isn't weird to you guys? So in Best Funeral Ever, it's a different funeral home, this time in Texas. Uh, and they specialize in going home services. Oh, yeah. And uh, they view funerals as more of like a celebration of the person's life. Uh, and they go really, really crazy with it. So they, they have, like, an interview with, like, the deceased family. It was, like, the Pimp My Ride of Funerals. Yeah, it's the Pimp My Ride of Funerals. But whatever crazy thing you could think of. Like, the one lady, they said, loved bowling. And the big thing during her funeral, which was held at a bowling alley, was they had the family push a casket down the lane one last time. <laughs> it's insane. They had a fucking Olympic runner. Yeah. Take a one last one thousand meter dash because yeah. he run the he won the gold in like nineteen sixty eight. That's right. And baby. when he died, they like took him to a track, and they had to figure out some fucking way to like get the body to stay on top of the go kart that was underneath the, whatever. Anyway, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. They ran this Olympic athlete around an entire track. His casket. With his well, yeah, his casket. His casket. Do you think he was in it when they did that? I don't just in case they like it fell. You know what I mean? I, it's hard to think that it they were, but then with the family being there, I don't know if they would want to fake that. Then again, like if anything goes wrong, the last thing you want is like a casket flying off of a go kart and like the body the tumbling out. The body just fucking it would pop like a fucking balloon. <laughs> Those people are just stuffed full of chloroform. I that was formaldehyde. Probably my favorite reality show of all time. They like only I, made what like five, eight episodes, like six episodes, seven episodes, oh my God. including the pilot. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so we we were watching stuff like that and and thinking about the funeral industry like all together. Yeah, and, and you did some research on like how. It kind of works, right? Because we, we were reading that story about how uh, that one family or that one guy from, like, I think Cleveland or Chicago, um, he got in trouble for impersonating, impersonating a funeral director. A funeral director. It, so we were like, wait a minute. Well, like, what do you have to do to become a funeral director? And apparently there's some sort of degree. Yeah, yeah. That you have to get yeah. to um, deal with the grieving family. To learn how to embalm the bodies, to yeah. put on makeup. Literally, this is the only four things you had to know. How to deal with the grieving family, how to embalm the body, which is pretty simple. It's like one hole. And um, how to put makeup on the dead body and like how to like put them into the casket. It's like these people that go to college for hotel management and they end up being like a concierge for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
It's wild. I mean, like some of the stuff. Like, I guess what happened with that family was that the uncle was like the um the family from the TV he, show. On yeah, Netflix. the the family in this TV show. He had done it, and then they decided like, oh, let's send this guy to be the director because I think maybe the few, the uncle was only an embalmer. He was picking up the bodies. Oh, he was picking up the bodies. He was cleaning up the uh, funeral home. He was okay, doing a lot so of stuff. I had so many questions just about the funeral industry in general. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like. When did this... We talked about when this, like, first started a while ago. I don't know if we actually talked about it on here. If we didn't... Yeah. Um, they started doing, in, um, like, the Civil War times, the Southern soldiers, mm-hmm. um, they would run around. They figured out a way to... If they, if they injected the bodies with some sort of, like, formaldehyde mixture, it would preserve them for long enough to get back to their families. Well, so, yeah, it was the Northern... I think it was the Northern soldiers and Whatever. what happened was they were fighting in like these far off places in the south and uh they their families would want to like uh i guess like verify that it was them that died right in the war right so right so they would have to ship the bodies back to like fucking wherever they came from virginia new jersey wherever fuck you know what i mean yeah um but that process took a long time so by the time the bodies would get back to where they were going, they were basically just goop, right? Yeah. So they had to figure out ways to preserve these bodies for a little bit of time in order for the families to get whatever they needed out of it. Um, it turned out that the people who were, like, running this industry, like, uh, did some crazy shit, right? Like, I don't know what they were doing. They were just running around on the battlefield, like, filling people with from, that were dead with formaldehyde. I think what they were doing is, like, selling the services to the people before they died. I think. What? I mean, that's what the funeral industry does. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, we it, it might have been, like, around that time. Uh, and then, like, after the war, it just became, like, a regular thing to... Uh, allow these like uh, external everybody company services come through and like take care of like the quote unquote like uh, the body. The, like the, the, it's called the disposition of human remains. That's what it's officially called. Yeah. Huh. In what like legal terms? In or? legal terms, that's the job of the mortician. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or the yeah. funeral director. So again, like how we were talking about with the pussy doctors, there's like different things, right? Like you can be a an embalmer only you can be a funeral director but i think you have to like if you're a funeral director i think you have to have gone through the whole class yeah yeah yeah. like i think if you want to just be an embalmer yeah then you just take like the short youtube lesson that's all that's all literally it's like you just cut a hole in like the biggest artery in the neck friggin shove a uh, needle down there and it literally pushes the blood out yeah. while it's filling you up with uh, formaldehyde yeah. and the blood goes directly into our sewer systems people that's right all the blood pumped out of the bodies in the mortuaries goes directly into our sewer system which apparently gets treated before it gets treated is that what you were reading they like treat the the sewer water before it reaches the treatment plant or something like that I guess. I mean, however it runs. Like, when stuff's run out of, like, the body, and, like, whatever, how, wherever our shit goes, like, when we flush the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what their process, how many times they fucking have to filter it. But, yeah, so, um, what did I just say? So, 
We were just talking about what happens to the blood and stuff afterwards. Oh, yeah. It goes into the sewer system, guys. That's yeah. what I've been wondering. Like, what are they doing with this blood? So, apparently, like, the the formaldehyde is more dangerous than the dead blood. Because once the body has been dead for a couple hours, all of, like, the microorganisms that could be in it are gone. Okay. And, like, dead by then. So, yeah. like, really, the formaldehyde is, like, causing more of an issue. Really? So, here's some information. Yeah. You can do DIY a funeral at your own home. You can bury a person in your own yard as long as your land that you own has, like, the, like, okay, decent specs for it. Decent specs? Yeah, it has to be, mean? like, a certain amount away from, like, different things. So, if you have a spot on your house that, like, on your land that, like, fulfills those obligations, Uh then you can file a thing and it's legal to bury uh, bodies on your land. Okay. So, like, if you wanted to have, like, a family graveyard and, like, on your land, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, because um, I was wondering that. Um, Like, how... um, how long do cemeteries stay cemeteries once like you know what i mean like there's only so much land right there's only so much land yeah. but get this do you how long do you think you own your cemetery plot for if you lease one or if i well oh, oh. are you leasing it is you're that leasing it? it oh so your body stays in the ground for anywhere from 10 to 100 years However long it takes for your body to fully decompose to where you're just bones. Uh And then after that time, if they've noticed that nobody's been visiting the grave or whatever, they have the right to uh, unbury you, Mm. move your like bones that are left from like that to a thing called an ossuary, which is like a lot smaller than a coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they bury you deeper so that they can reuse that spot. Oh, Wow. So I guess there's going to be a time where you'll be able to go to like a, any cemetery and not find any like graves from like the 1800s. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Apparently like when they when they move a body down or whatever it's called, because mm-hmm. different countries have different customs. Apparently like in Germany, um, uh, you're not allowed to spread cremains anywhere in the country. I heard about this. Except for, like, one forest. Really? Yeah, that... So, you're not allowed to, like... If you wanted to take, like, your parent on, like, a world tour... Yeah. You're not allowed to dump them anywhere in Germany but this, like, one specific forest. Huh. Um, but you can DIY a funeral. You can do it at your own home. Um, as long as you put a body in the ground within 24 hours, you don't even have to refrigerate it. So, who, who signs a death certificate in that case? I guess if it's a hospital... Then, oh, okay. then the body would just release the body. The the, the um, hospital would would release the body to the family instead of a funeral home. You could fucking just like put your uncle in like the back of your SUV and take him back to your house. Make a coffin for him. Yeah. Have your friends come by and then throw him in the ground in twenty four hours, and it's fine. That's but wild. all these people are fucking paying ten thousands of tens of thousands of dollars. To get this shit done. I mean, you can also get yourself made into a... A diamond. A diamond. But you can get yourself made into a tree. You can get yourself made into all these different things. But yeah. um, 
I just think it's so funny. And then all this money that they're paying, and you think, okay, this is the spot that they're going to be forever. Yeah. But when you move that grave down, they're not leaving the gravestone there. Right, exactly. So they're put, they're burying it down deep with the rest of the remains. Oh, man. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. So you don't own it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was looking at different kinds of burials that they are... Uh, they're called less common legal burials. Yeah. <laughs> when I was looking at bur- burials. Um, there was a sky burial that was done by the Persian and Tibetans and some Native American tribes mm-hmm. um, where they would build this thing called the Tower of Silence and they would let um, vultures come and eat yeah. the body. They still do that. There's a couple There's a lot of places that, yeah, they yeah, still so, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's burial at sea. These are all, like, legal forms of burial. Mm. There's burial at sea. Uh, which either could be like putting cremains at sea or you just put the whole person's body at sea, but you have to figure out like where you are in the ocean. I guess if you're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Composting is... <clears throat> Excuse me. You can't compost a body. <clears throat> it's they now... S- listen to me. You're coughing. I'm trying to mm. fill in the silence. I know, my throat just got itchy for a second. Mm. Composting bodies? They do that? Composting bodies is legal now in six states, although the Catholic Church opposes this. Oh! Oh! And another type of legal burial is called dissolution. And that is when a body is dissolved and dumped down the drain. Oh! (laughs) You can flush a dead body! What if they're just fucking dissolving whole people that they can't find families for? Dude, I am sure that is happening on a mass scale in one country or another. And there's just fucking, we're just drinking bodies now? Sometimes you gotta drink the bodies, bro. And then the other place that you can send a body if you're not donating it to, like, quote-unquote science is a place called a body farm. Oh, I heard about this. Which these. is a research facility where they study different um, stages of decomposition. Yeah. And so they use it for forensic science and forensic anthropology. Um, some hospitals do do donate unclaimed or unknown people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, like I was telling you before, they reject bodies that have... HIV, hepatitis, or um, any kind of antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So I was like, that's pretty crazy. Um, Because that stuff can live in the dirt, I guess. I, yeah, I guess that's what it is, but I mean, if they're saying that nothing can live in, in dead blood, then it would, you would think that that would be... If the dead blood's going down into a water... If it's not all the way dead. Yeah. I don't know. It just freaks me out that we're literally putting all of you, but they, but you have to put in needles into a sharps container and get 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 rid of that like through hazardous waste removal. Yeah. You have to put any kind of like, glove, uh, not gloves, like any kind of paper products, cotton, anything that has blood on it has mm-hmm. to be disposed in hazardous waste. Yeah. But we can just send straight blood and like human body fluid fluids through the sewage system and it's fine. I don't know, man. Or is it going to something else? It's maybe... Like, maybe where the placentas go? Maybe. Because you, I feel like the fucking morticians are, like, the last piece of that pyramid. Yeah. You know what I mean? The pyramid scheme? Yeah. The fucking cult. Hmm. They're, they're, they're the last degree in that. Well, you know what? This is certainly not the last we're going to be talking about this. Because <laughs> I want to look more into why... Uh, doctors have to officially declare someone dead, like the time, you know what I mean? 
all that shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because if you work in a hospice, you have to. Um, because I've done hospice nursing, and you have to call a doctor, even if you come and see that the person is doesn't have a heartbeat. Yeah. I think if the person's on hospice, a nurse can call the death, but if they're not, it has to be a doctor. Yeah. So technically, if even if the person died at home, do they have to take it to a hospital first? I don't know. It's so weird because technically you should be able to just keep the body at your house and bury it in your backyard if you want to. Yeah. But, you know, I guess there's murder that could have maybe happened to the person. So they want to make sure that it wasn't like a, you know, a dirty deed. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but yeah, funerals are fucking weird, man. They are weird. And we're going to keep doing our research. We're going to watch the rest of uh, Best Funeral Ever. And, uh, I see you doing the pee-pee dance over We got to do the pee-pee dance. I got to go, guys. All right, uh, let's thank go. Thank you for everything. We will see you next time. Piz out. Piz out. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bice. Have you been Betty Bice? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.